Hey everybody, welcome to episode 255 of the Bite Me Podcast. I am Cliff Johnson. I'm joined today by Dylan. Woo! Dylan's excited. Excited about being Dylan. I mean, if I was Dylan, I think I'd be pretty excited. He's pretty great. I'm always, I'm always excited. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Also, Colby is here. Say hello. I'm excited about being me. I can't believe that Colby missed an opportunity to say, I'm so excited and so scared. So scared. <laughs> uh, people that get that joke are definitely Old. older than Dylan. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to talk about some video games today and maybe Saved by the Bell. Who who knows? Um, I can't promise. Oh, we we want to talk about Saved by the Bell. I'm down for that. <laughs> want to do a podcast seen... on that? I... <laughs> Have you ever seen Saved by the Bell, Dylan? Oh, yeah. Oh, good, good, good. All right, so so we could actually start a Saved by the Bell like spinoff podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we should put it. In Dylan, this feed Dylan grunted it, kind of non-committally about starting a, a Saved by the Bell podcast. <laughs> it'll just be like if... bite me, Saved by the Bell. It'll have nothing to do with this. I don't know how I much it. I'd be able to contribute. I mean, I haven't but... seen Saved by the Bell, Dylan, in a solid like you as a as a as an adult have seen saved by the bell more recently than i have so i mean i i I own the entire series on dvd do you really i do i really like the i really liked the hawaiian episodes like um that was act there wasn't a hawaiian episode there was a hawaiian movie season was it was it a movie i thought it was like a season there was a. Are you talking about where they worked at the the yeah beach? the resort? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, that's not. Was like an episode. Was that a movie? Yes. I don't know. Anyway, Cliff, Jesus, an Cliff. <laughs> it's fine. Where Screech becomes like I don't know, God of the Hawaiians. It's yeah. very culturally sensitive. <laughs> it's been a while. I'm just gonna say that, Cole. Like probably a solid. That had five uh, thirty years. Yeah, I really the, the King of Queens. I, I liked her a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, as a youth, it's it's a thing. Anyway, we're not talking about that anymore. We're talking about uh, video games we've been playing. Sorry, call. Uh, we're going to talk about some news. God of War is coming to PC, which some people seem very very excited about. Um, not me, but a <laughs> lot of people are very excited about that. <laughs> well, there, there's a lot of people who are excited. There's a lot of people who are very angry. Oh, also, I forgot gamers are terrible. Anyway, yeah. uh, CG, CG, CD Projekt Red uh, bought CBGBs. CBGBs, which is something totally different than this. Uh, CD Projekt Red buys Molasses Flood uh, to make a new like Witcher game or... Maybe a new cyberpunk game. They don't know What yet. did Molasses Flood do? They made um, the... Oh, it was like a survival game, and it was called... Um, I don't remember. That's actually really, really probably kind of important. And I'll bet but, you Molasses Flood just brings up the actual Molasses Flood. The actual Molasses Flood. Uh, in they, their game was called The Flame in the Flood. Um, but they also oh, made, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they made Drake's Hollow, which sucked. So, mm. yeah. Colby and I played Drake's Hollow for about three hours. We tried really, really hard to like it and failed miserably. Uh, the Flame in the Flood was actually a really cool game. It has a absolutely fantastic soundtrack so hey we're gonna talk more about that in the actual podcast uh razor made an rgb face mask and 
we'll talk about that too. Uh, can't find a 3080, uh, which you, you know what I found today? I found a 3060 Ti. I bought myself a new video card today. It was it was exciting Ooh. for Cliff Day. So now I'm just gonna mine a bunch of crypto to pay for it. I guess is that that's the right way to do it, right? Yeah. I think. I'm not going to do that. Anyway, uh, if you can't buy one, maybe you can stream one. We'll talk about that. Uh, uh, Google Stadia had its actual first good idea, which is... It, it, first of all, Stadia is still a thing. Like, if, <laughs> if we haven't, like, updated the, like, Stadia Death Watch. But this is actually, like... This is probably what Stadia should have been from the first, to be honest. But we'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, Xbox is making an MMO, and you can play it anywhere. And you can actually have an old-school LAN party with Halo Infinite, which I think is kind of awesome like i i haven't been to a land party since man Cole, when was the last time we had a land party 2003 three <laughs> but you can have one with halo infinite and that land party can include xboxes which is pretty cool we got questions from Vinny monotone screaming prime fan um monotone screaming again i didn't do that on purpose uh our deacon asked a question princess megan asked a question a question prime fan asked a question and colby may ask a question we'll see how that goes like it'll, it'll just be dependent on length so maybe colby's will be next week i don't know uh and we got cheap free games from epic games and some good stuff coming on game pass and a little bit of troll corner um with sony having the absolute worst idea i can even possibly think about well I mean, maybe not that, but it's, yeah, I was going to say, like, hey, maybe the worst idea that Sony could come up with. I mean, like, are, are they backing six days in Fallujah? Because if not, like, I mean, probably. Anyway, let's start with what we're playing. Dylan, you want to talk some more about Back for Blood? Sure. I almost finished it. Nice. I have one. I'm on the last level, which is a big boss fight kind of thing. Um, which is actually pretty challenging so far. It was also very late when we played it the first time. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll go back and play it in reasonable uh, hour of the day and probably just win. Um, but based on the assumption that it is challenging, it seems like it's definitely one of the things where you could create a deck that is better suited now that you kind of know what's going on and what you like to do. Um, how, how so are you it digging seems the like deck building mechanic? I like it more than I thought. It's yeah. not, and it's not super complicated because it's also not random in the sense that you pick 15 cards and you will be served them in that order. Oh, interesting. So the first card you pick in your deck, you always will have that um, from the beginning. And then you get to pick a card to start so you'll start with like two cards and i think every act you start when you start like act two you start with two extra picks and three and so on so kind of as you start act three you're a little bit more powerful than you'd be act one because it starts each run is starts from the beginning of an act oh, you nice. don't start from act one and go all the way through act sure, four. Sure, so, sure 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 um you kind of can reboot yourself as you start a different run starting with an act um but I do like it more than I thought, and it's not super complicated where you really have to like think about it. If, if you just want to do more damage, pick a card that says do more damage. Yeah. Um, if you find you wish you had more HP and more damage resistance because you're just getting beat up too quick, just pick those cards. Like it's It doesn't have to be super complicated. Um, and there's definitely certain things that are more specific, like every time you kill a special mutant, it's going to give you 1% damage bonus up to 15 stacks. It's like, 
if you don't like complicated stuff like that, just don't pick it. Um, so I think it's still not something that's super obtrusive to the game, yeah, but yeah. it is nice. And you can definitely kind of create these cool builds where if you want to do a bunch of melee damage, you can do that. Like if you think that's fun and cool to get the big fire axe and swing it really fast and then as you kill zombies, you start swinging even faster and faster and faster. And you can do that. And it's kind of cool. Like, that's an option for you. Um, so I, I, it is a welcome addition for me. Um, I also think that might be an opportunity where they can, along with the DLC that is allegedly happening, because some people already paid for it, like myself, <laughs> um, apparently there's like i have three dlc packs so it's like maybe they'll introduce more cards too like that's cool that's a cool opportunity that they can always add that kind of stuff to and create a little bit more in the game um now that i've played almost through the whole thing the only thing i can say is um probably the only downside i'd come up with because there's not a lot of negative things i would say overall about the game is variety of levels i think that's the only thing it's missing um and if they add three content packs that kind of that should give you enough expand like i'd probably be pretty happy the and the reason i say that is because and this isn't necessarily a bad thing it just is a thing is they do re- reuse some maps more than twice even Oh, interesting. Um, so, so in a later act, you're coming back to a safe zone, which in the context of the story makes sense because your survivors in this like post-apocalyptic setting, yeah, it's very possible that you backtrack back to a different safe house and go through a similar, it's not the same level, but you will use that same map. It will be different though, because the first time you came through this giant uh, mutant bashed through the big um, gas station door or whatever. Yeah. So the next time you come in, it's already busted open. The level's a little different. It's at night. You go a slightly different way. So it's like I'm not com- I'm not necessarily complaining about that, but the fact is that there's less variety because that instead of that being a different map altogether, it is similar. Interesting. Um, that being said, to play through Act 1 through Act 4, um, there's quite a lot of game to play. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not... I'm not saying that it's too short or anything. Um, it feels pretty good to me. Nice. Um, and it's just the right level of challenging, even on the recruit difficulty. Um, I think. I think... It scales based on if you have four real players. Oh, that's nice. Um, that's actually so really if, nice. So if you have four real players, it's probably going to be a little harder than if you and your buddy are playing with two bots. It yeah, seems yeah. that way. I, I'm not sure. sure. Or it's just the fact that, that because it does have that procedural element to it, sometimes it's just going to be harder. Um, which I totally like stuff like that. I like playing the same level twice. And for one, and one time it, you play through that certain part of the act really fast and the other time it's like wow this was so hard this time um i kind of like that because it, it, it always keeps it different so even playing it a few times because i've played the first act a few times i've played the second act a few times because every time i play with a different friend and they didn't play act <laughs> the end of act yeah, two yeah, yet yeah, we yeah. just start at the beginning so yeah. i've played every act except for the last one pretty much at least twice at this yeah, point yeah um but highly recommend it um if you have game pass play it it's free yeah. um 
and I think you can even play it on your PC with Game Pass. So I think you can, yeah. What a, like, there's no excuse not really to play it um, and give it a try because you might like it, and it's definitely, it's definitely been a game that I look forward to coming home and, hey, is anyone playing tonight? Let's play. Okay, that's awesome. Um, that's that's a really good so, sign for a game, you know? Right. Yeah. I uh, I it, it's something I really want to play, and I just haven't quite gotten the spare time to do it yet, but. Uh, it might be a that might be an extra life game that that would be fun to stream that for a couple hours with four folks. So we'll yeah, see how it would that be goes. Really good for that. So cool. Uh, Cole, you want to talk about what you've been playing? No. Okay. Okay. I will. Um. So let's see. I have put another. Let's see. Had I just started playing last week? Red Dead I think Redemption so. Two. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know if since then, but since I started playing, I have uh, put somewhere between 43 and 48 hours into Red Dead Redemption That's 2. The, I'm glad that you don't have a problem, Cole. I have not left the second chapter. <laughs> so, um, you could say I am enjoying it. <laughs> Is it, has it been, has it been long enough since you last played it, that it feels fresh again? Uh, for the most part, yeah. I mean, like, I know I, know I remember certain things, but, uh, like, yeah, a lot of it is. Like, you know, some of it I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this, you know, kind of area or whatever, but, like, I'm not, like, you know, it is, it's been three years. Yeah, that's what exactly I say. three years. Yeah, so. I, I kind of think that, uh, like, it's probably almost close enough that, uh, that I could I could play it again, but also I don't know if I I don't know if I need to do that. Anything that stands out, like I'm at three years later, two hundred and let's see what's two hundred and fifty eight hours into that game. So total, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a uh, lot. it's still really good. I mean, it still feels really good. Um, it's still really fun. And uh, now, because it's not just released, there's like, you know, a map that I can get online. That is, <laughs> it's an app where I'm like, I want to find all the loot and it'll just, you can do that. Or I want to find all the dinosaur bones and you can do that. I don't think um, I ever did the dinosaur bones. I think I found most of them. But I don't oh, it's such a great quest. And yeah. I mean, like, I will, I guess, spoil it here. But like, you meet a lady who's like, you know, I'm a paleontologist, an archaeologist, and they don't like me because I'm a woman and they won't let me into their boys club. But let's show them. You find me these these bones and I'll, you know, I'll show you a dinosaur. And so you find her the bones. And if I recall, like I haven't done this quest yet. And I'm remembering from three years ago, you show up and it's just like this horrible, like what you would assume like a, you know, child would make of a bunch of dinosaur bones. that look nothing like a dinosaur. (laughs) Oh, I always really liked the quest where you like, the guy dies and you like find his his wife like struggling out in the like way mm-hmm. far away and kind of like help her like did you do the full quest on that yeah i did and i like yeah. I, cause I remember you telling me that like you need to do that it was mm-hmm. such a like just great writing great yeah like, it was a, a lot of and fun. the veteran quest i don't That's remember another that one. really good one yeah yeah, yeah. so it's, it's just but, good uh, it's just good yeah, like I said, I mean, I am. I haven't even finished the second chapter, and yeah. And that's on Game Pass now, right? 
Uh, I don't believe so. I really thought it was for some reason. Maybe it's on uh, PS Red Dead Plus. Red Dead Online, Online was on. I don't know if it is anymore. I think it just went off. It was, but yeah, I think I think it's actually on PS Plus. You can play it through like yeah. the end of the year. I want to say so. Yeah. I mean, man, if you haven't played that game, like you're really, really, really missing out. I mean, if we haven't convinced you to play that game by right now, I mean, I think all three of us said that that was our game of the year in 2018. <laughs> so like. Go play it's, Red Dead. It's, it's my favorite so game of all good. time. Yeah, it's so. it's definitely in my top three. So it's good yeah. stuff. Real, real good um, stuff. And I also started Flynn, Son of Crimson, which is an awful name for a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, it is, you're, it's like a side-scrolling plat- action platformer, I guess would sure. be how you describe it. And uh, it's just kind of a hack-and-slash game where... Uh, you're like a little kid who has, I don't know, some sort of guardian island dog. And bad people steal his, I don't know, mojo from the guardian island dog. And so you've got to battle back and get his mojo back so he can continue being a guardian island dog. Um, it's on Game Pass. It's actually really quite good. Um, it's got really good, uh, like, 16-ish bit graphics. Nice. I mean, it's like that, like... Yeah, fake 16-bit. Uh, yeah. It reminds me a ton of was it Wonder Boy. Is that the game that I'm trying to remember? Could be. That is a game. Um, yeah. Uh, it kind of reminds me of that. It's it's real good. And it feels good. Plays good. And it's on Game Pass. Nice. So nothing wrong with that. Uh, let's see. What have I been playing? I so I played uh, Riders Republic, which is that Ubisoft um, like extreme sports game. It's on a free. I think there was like a free four hour demo of it, and I played it for like. I don't know, probably an hour and a half. And I have never played a, a game that was like, dude, what if we just took the entire aesthetic of her, of uh, Forza Horizons and just wrapped it around a skiing, mountain biking game? Um, and that's not, that's not bad. Like, I really like Forza Horizon and the kind of aesthetic of it. Um, but it, it feels like, it feels exceptionally blatant. <laughs> like it's it's very very samey when compared to a game that is about car racing, which is real weird. <laughs> um, but that being said, it was good. Um, I played I played the downhill mountain biking portion of it, which was a lot of fun, and then I did some skiing in it, which was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I it's not a game that I'm probably gonna like run out and buy, but that game will get cheap eventually, and I would very much consider picking up a copy it's uh it feels pretty good and it, it it's kind of fun like the only real downside about it is it has that it has that that tendency and a lot of games like a lot of genre games do this where they feel like everybody who is an extreme sports person probably talks a certain way um and i'm sure there are like professional snowboarders that really are like, well, I'm on dude, we're skating down the hall. Yeah, and, all of them. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I, I don't think that's true. Um, and, and like the only reason I say that is because I actually, like when Colby and I used to work um, and live actually up, up in a resort town. So I actually knew a bunch of people that were like professional downhill mountain bikers or people that skied like for, you know, the Olympic team and that kind of stuff. And most of them were just very, very normal people <laughs> and did not sound. Yeah, I don't know about uh, Okay. Let, let me rephrase. They were incredibly abnormal people, but they all talked for the most part, like normal people. <laughs> um, 
except maybe when they were like trying to play like a persona. Um, and this entire game feels like it was written in that persona. And, and it, it's a little bit like, really? Do it, really? I mean, I, I will say Stone did pretty much sound like Crush, or was crush from uh, yeah, Finding yeah. Nemo. We did have a friend um, who like literally is the actual embodiment of of Crush the Turtle from Finding Nemo. But but I think that, yeah, okay, so so he's, he's maybe an exception. But I, I just don't think that there's like an entire camp full of those people. So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's fine, but it just feels, I think maybe the problem is, is it's not that people don't talk that way. It's that video game writers and video game developers don't talk that way. And it's not like they're hiring like... You, you, like you know when you write a book that is outside of your like particular like demographic you may have someone coming in and read that 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 is in that particular demographic just to make sure that you're not saying stupid horrible racist dumb things like they needed to probably hire a snowboarder to come in and say like no 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 one no one says that it's, it's like, like it's like when you're watching a, a TV show that has kids and you're like no kid has ever talked like this exactly like, no kid talks like a um, you know 40 year old screenwriter yeah and that's and that's kind of what it is but I mean if you get past that writers Republic it's fun I think it comes out you know the funny thing is is I think that comes out in a couple days and we did not mention that in our games coming out <laughs> thing yeah, so you know. I don't know when maybe that maybe it comes out this maybe it comes out in October actually. Yeah, it comes out uh, actually two days from now, October twenty eighth. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's good. Um, if you if I, you probably won't be able to still play the trial by the time by the time you hear this, but it's good. Sixty bucks, I you know, give it a go. Um, I also played uh, quite a bit of Psychonauts two. That game's like really good, like really, really, really good. Um, it's like I've. I've kind of fallen off of the like 3D platforming. I mean, it's, there's not a lot of platforming in this game. It's more like a. I mean, but there, you, it's kind of it's 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 definitely got that feel. There's a lot of like jumping puzzles. There's a lot of um, like you know little bad guys you have to fight. Um, but it's really well written and and the characters are really good. And it's also weird. I mean, like I can't. I can't even explain to you how weird this game is. It is it is just shockingly weird. Um, I posted a, a picture in the Discord the other day of you inside another guy's head, like like looking out through his teeth, and it's it's just weird. But it's it's a lot of fun. I've not played the first one, so I can't I can't compare them. But uh, it's really enjoyable. It's on Game Pass, so you can pick it up for free if you have Game Pass. It's really, really, really worth playing. I'm, I'm having a great time with it. So I can't... I, I don't even know what to compare it to exactly because it does have, like I said, some of those kind of 3D platforming things, but it also has like kind of a fun story and the puzzles are really interesting and engaging. Um, the locations are really interesting and engaging. Um, the graphics are just freaking weird. Um, like The only real negative I would say about it is it's one of those games where... You have a bunch of different, like, psychic powers. Um, not even psychic powers, because a lot of the stuff you do is, like, telekinesis. Um, and switching between them is kind of a pain. Like, it's, it's definitely a game that needs, like, a quick menu. You know, you hold down Y and it pulls up, a like, a radial or something. Because in order to switch between your powers, you hit, like, the up button on the D-pad. And then you have to reassign a power to a different 
key like you can actually reassign any of the powers to any of the the shoulder buttons or shoulder triggers and it's just not it's not very intuitive and it's like one of those things where you can very easily screw up what was assigned where and then forget which things you'd expected to be in different places but besides that super good game like second octs is is a lot of fun i know i'm a, a little behind the curve on that when it came out a month or two ago but it's it's very good so check that out uh anything else you guys played want to talk about besides saved by the bell nope. all right uh, let's talk about our patrons. These are the fine people who donate money to us every month to help uh, pay the podcasting bills. Uh, you can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash bike me podcast and donating in our one, three, seven or ten dollar uh, tier. If you are a ten dollar a month person, you get your name read off on the podcast's that I remember, which is most of them. So big shout out to our patrons at the producer level, John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Joe Cole Jr. We appreciate you and all the rest of our patrons. Again, you can find out more at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Uh, also, we want to make a big shout out right now to extra life. Uh, we have already begun our fundraising for uh, this year. The actual play dates are going to be uh, next week, actually. Sorry, not this coming weekend, the weekend after that, the 6th and 7th. So there's a lot of stuff already going on. Um, you can join our team by going to bitemepodcast.com slash extra life, or you can donate to our team at the same URL. We have already raised $727 of our $6,000 goal. So thank you very much to everyone who's already donated. We appreciate all of you. And it's a, it's a good cause. It's helping raise money for kids in uh, children miracle network hospitals across the uh, United States. I, I personally do uh, Seattle children's. I think Dylan probably does Seattle children's Colby. Are you doing primary children's? Yeah. So. <laughs> Colby says questioningly. Uh but we we I know we support uh Children's Miracle Network hospitals in Indiana and Ohio all across the, the US. So it's it's a it's a great cause. So if you want to join our team, there'll be a bunch of opportunity to play video games with all of us on the 6th and 7th. If you want to donate to our team, obviously we would welcome that as well. Again, go to bitemepodcast.com/extralife. <sighs> all right, Dylan, we're here news all right uh as colby kind of alluded to uh god of war is coming to pc and there are a bunch of people who are very 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 excited about that and then of course there are a bunch of people who are very 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 not excited about that i guess let's get the details out of the way it is uh coming in January, it will be not quite a full price game. It's going to be fifty dollars. Um, I mean, considering I bought it on the PlayStation, I don't know, two years ago for like twelve. I guess fifty dollars is a good deal. Uh, you'll be able to have four K resolution, unlocked frame rates. Uh, it'll support NVIDIA DLSS. No, just two S's. DLSS um, should be gorgeous to play. Um, coming out on Steam and the Epic Store. You know, it's. I think people people generally were pretty excited about this. I think folks that are PC players um, would like to play God of War in kind of its ultimate version. So, you know, I think there are folks that are excited about it. And, of course, there are a bunch of PlayStation fanboys who are pissed that their exclusive game is no longer exclusive. I guess. I don't, I don't know. I, How dare they? You I, had your time. I guess. You had your chance. I I just every single time I I read someone who says like I don't even know why I ho have a PlayStation if you're gonna just release everything on PC and they're like 
Well, well, yes. I mean, first of all, you got it three years early, but also like, I I guess you could go spend a bunch of money on a gaming PC. Like you you can do that. That is that is an option. Um, I don't know. I, I I've never I've never understood that attitude. I've I mean, can you? Why would you ever be angry that somebody else who wasn't able to play a game that you loved can now play a game that you love? I. Because you suck. You know what I mean? Like, like if you have something good, like if you try like great food, have you ever gone? I to, never tell anyone. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's mine. But but not like not, not only like not only you know so so there's some restaurant that's local to your area and you're the only person that can eat there and they open a franchise where I live. Are, are you pissed that they opened it there because yep. now we can eat the same food and both enjoy it? Like, yep. I mean that's that's the equivalent, right? Like I'm not I'm not wrong, am I? Well, the only the only argument that I could come up with, and I think I have stated this before, um, is in a world where crossplay does not exist at all, and it's a multiplayer game. I guess it would be nice, fair, to have a player base, or even it, in my most selfish form, like force all my friends to have it on the same console <laughs> so we actually play together absolutely so they don't have fair. it so they do not have a choice but other than that yeah, man it, we live I, it's we live silly, in a world where crossplay exists <laughs> sometimes yeah, and becoming sort of. more common finally yeah, yeah. yeah i just i'm i'm just so i just think it's so weird but anyway you'll also get a bunch of dlc some i mean it's not dlc it's like skins and that kind of thing but I'm I'm sure it's going to be great. I think it's going to be I don't know. I've If you liked God of War, I think that's fantastic for you. It was a game that absolutely did very very little for me. Um I've tried it twice and I've not been able to get into it, but man, people love that game. So, good for them. Like, enjoy it. Enjoy it on your PC. I hope I hope you love it. So, that's that's what I'm saying. Uh CD Projekt Red, we kind of alluded this already as we kind of fumbled through who these people are. Uh, CD Projekt Red has bought uh, the Molasses Flood studio. Do you want to tell us about the Molasses oh, oh, Flood? Oh, they, they did uh, the, the, the Flame in the Flood, right? The Flame in the Flood and Drake's Hollow. Do you want to do you want to tell us? Drake's Hollow. Do you want to tell us about the Molasses Flood though, Cole? Oh, it was in. I want to say nineteen eighteen. No, it was, the I early twentieth um, century. Like two million gallons of hot molasses burst from a uh, holding container and um, killed a bunch of people. <laughs> like destroyed so, an entire town. Yeah, kind of weird. that was Boston. Yeah. Um, 1919. Yeah, I was going to say 1918. It's pretty good, Cole. I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh, it was bad. Like a lot of people died. Like a lot of people. Uh, um, yeah, 21 died, 150 injured. So, you know, under molasses, like every once in a while, I'll hear about something gets stored that way. And I think it's so weird, like that you might have a giant container of molasses or like uh, like the Canadian government actually has giant stores of of maple syrup, like giant. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's part of like, you know, like other countries are like, oh, we've got this these giant storage, you know, containers full of oil to you know stabilize our economy. They're like, nope, it's syrup, eh? Um, Mm. 
Yeah, no, it was 2.3 million gallons of molasses moving at about 35 miles an hour. Dang, molasses never moves out of any container I... Oh, it's because it was hot. Oh. The cliff. <laughs> like, Why would you keep hot molasses? So it's way too it's, fast. It's way yeah, too fast. Yeah, the viscosity. It's just so you can, you can put it in little jars easier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they had to warm it so that you could yeah, transfer it. That's it fair. So. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So uh, my, molasses, my molasses story was... As at my mom and dad's, this is probably just a couple years ago, but my dad was making barbecue sauce. Ooh. Um, and it was time to add the molasses or whatever. So we got the jar of molasses and tried to like pour some out. And we kind of just like watched for a second. <laughs> the second turned into a minute and we're like, huh, th- this is why, <laughs> this is why you say slow as molasses. It was just, it was, it was just a really funny kind of moment. We just like looked there and we kind of just went, <laughs> And just kind of uh-huh. laughed because it just like wasn't <laughs> like you were, it was upside down and nothing was happening for an extended period of time. That's super funny. <laughs> I worked with a guy who would often say that someone was slow as molasses on a winter day. Oh. Um, <laughs> he also referred to his wife as his old lady. And he was also like five years younger than I am. <laughs> so I don't think you're allowed to refer to your significant other as your old lady unless you're in a motorcycle gang. I, like, isn't that well, the rule? I mean, who? Like, I unless know, you're was... a foghorn leghorn, who uses like slow as molasses on a winter day? Like, fair. See, when I was when I was growing up, that's what everyone said. Like every really? single adult I was ever around. Uh, the, the molasses thing or the, the old, old lady, lady thing? thing. Really? Yeah. That huh. was like literally like 100% of adults. Weird. That I grew up around. Like it was very common that that was. Huh. Yeah. All right. Do you do you refer to your wife as your old lady, Dylan? No. If you did, would she hit you? No, probably not. My wife would absolutely hit me. <laughs> you know, if if I really want to piss her off, though, you know what I do? Is I call her mother like my grandfather used to. Mm. <laughs> well, mother, what do you think we're doing today? <laughs> she does not like that at all. <laughs> she just yelled from the other room, finding a lawyer. I assume it's not a divorce lawyer because I'm a delight to be married to. Uh, what, what if I called you uh, my old lady, honey? Would that be better? Absolutely not. How about the old ball what and about chain? The old ball and chain. <laughs> Apparently, it's just going to be Brooke. Maybe, 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 maybe Honey. I could probably get away with Honey. Uh, anyway, none of these things <laughs> are related to video games. CD uh, CD Project Red, developer of Cyberpunk and The Witcher Three, has purchased sixty uh, percent of the Molasses Flood. Their logo is actually literally molasses flooding out of some sort of giant thing. Uh, and they are going to purchase the remainder of the the other forty percent over time, um, but apparently they're going to retain full autonomy. I do you think that anyone's ever actually been bought by another company and actually retained full autonomy? Like that seems very very unlikely. Like at some point in time, you know that like they're like, nah, you can't do that. I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, they're going to work on their own project based on uh, probably the cyberpunk universe or maybe the Witcher universe because those are the only two IP that. CD Projekt Red has, I guess. Um, 
I don't know. I, I, I think it's interesting just because like the flame, the fl- or I'm sorry, the molasses flood has made two games that were both one was kind of like a fun indie game. And the other one was Drake hollow, which I don't think anyone liked really. Maybe did people like Drake hollow or was it just me and Not you? I know. of. Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting acquisition, but uh, I guess, you know, kind of watch that space. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, like I said, the flame, and the flood was good and had great soundtrack. I cannot recommend that soundtrack enough. Um, all right. So guys, I need you to go take a look at, the Razer RGB face mask. Have you have you, have you looked I at this refuse. thing? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so it's one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> it includes thirty three sets of filters, and a a ten pack of filters is thirty dollars. Um, it, it also looks like a Bluetooth speaker. It, <laughs> It absolutely looks like a Bluetooth speaker. Um, I apologize. It's $100 if you don't want it with the filters. It's $150 if you want a bunch of extra filters. Um, 33 filters are rated for 99 days of use. So I guess you can use a filter for for a little bit. And they are N95. This this thing, you look like a, a version of Bane if Bane was like, Oh, I'm a gamer. <laughs> yeah, like exactly that. I, I, d- what do you, what do you do if you see one of these people on the street wearing this? I mean, I, <laughs> I can't think of anything except that I would take a picture of them and then make fun <laughs> of them on the internet. I and I, I try not to do that anymore. Like I've, I've really tried to get away from taking pictures and making fun of people on the internet. But, I mean. This thing's really dumb. It's super dumb. Okay, here. So, someone gives you one of these for free. Would you wear it? No. No. <laughs> Would you wear one if someone gave it to you for free? Call. I don't wear a mask because I'm not a a cock. I don't know what we're at this point. Normally, I'd say I, I don't wear a mask because I'm in Utah and I don't <laughs> want to be stared at. <laughs> I think, like, not to get weird and political, but I think it's real strange that I saw way less people wearing masks in Utah than I do in Florida, home of I, like. I mean, I think we just named our own variant because it killed so many people here. <laughs> it's real weird, Cole. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Good luck. <laughs> no, this thing is real dumb. It's it's one of those ideas that I look at and just like, maybe, you know, every once in a while, you know, like I kind of enjoy when companies do that. Like, ah, we had a funny April Fool's joke and now we're putting it into production. And so now I can buy like a weird can of unicorn bits from Game Geek. Who is that? Geek? Geek. Geek? No, no, I don't know. You know who I'm talking about. GameStop yeah, owns them yeah. now, but I think put them out of business. Whatever. Think Geek. Thank you. Man, I should, Brooke should just be on this podcast. Uh, you know, I think that's kind of fun. But this looks like one of those things that people should have gone like, ha, 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 No. I don't, I don't know. It's called the Zephyr. It's the Zephyr. No, just don't do no, it. No, it isn't. Just, just don't do it. <laughs> All right. GeForce. Uh, GeForce Now, specifically, the uh, streaming component of I guess NVIDIA where you can log into a remote PC and uh, play games via the cloud on actual PC hardware it's actually pretty cool like you actually log in and it's just like you log into your Steam account and it installs a game 
um, off your Steam account. It's you know it's like it's a decent amount of games, and and you stream it. I've done it a couple times. It actually works really really quite well. And uh, GeForce Now has just announced that they have over a thousand uh, computers with RTX three eighty GPUs, so you can actually play very very demanding games at very very high resolutions in the cloud. So. Uh, if you are on a PC or a Mac, you can run up to 1440p at uh, 120 frames a second, I think. And if you're using one of their little like uh, NVIDIA shields, you can actually get 4K. So, you know, it's it's one of those things that I think like if you can't afford a high-end gaming PC, I think this is actually a really reasonable solution and i think that uh, the the price is pretty okay it's a uh, it's a hundred dollars for six months so you're gonna be paying two hundred dollars a year um so you know to to equal the price of a, a pretty mid-range gaming pc probably without a video card these days you could play this for six years probably before equaling the same price and i mean obviously you know it, it has some of the, there's some downsides like you're not going to be editing videos or doing a spreadsheet on this um it is literally for gaming so it's not it's not quite the same as my gaming pc but if what you really just want is to be able to run games pretty well at a pretty high resolution um i don't think that's a that's a bad deal um colby walked away unfortunately he's the only one here who doesn't have a gaming pc so i'm just going to assume that he would desperately like this and would play it every day on his macbook air that's five years old is that your assumption too dylan yeah i mean it seems like a good option yeah. i don't I, I think colby would be all over it i think that's what he's getting for christmas oh. i mean for me as someone who has a PC but doesn't really care about getting a really intense yeah, yeah, graphics yeah. card, like this almost seems like a like I don't know better, right? I yeah. don't because it's just like it's so like astronomically more expensive to get those that kind of hardware, right? I mean, and if that's your hobby, totally cool, like totally cool. But for me, it's not like I don't really care. But if I really wanted a little bit more performance, like it seems like a good idea. Well, and, it, and I think the thing about it too is, is that it's it's owning a high-end gaming PC without having to deal with all the crap of owning a PC. Like PCs are not trouble-free. Like they have problems. They have weird driver conflicts. You got to keep things updated. They're a bit of a pain. Um, like I always say that like PC gaming is like a hobby with a hobby because you have to like both you know, you play video games on it, but you also have to keep it running. And I mean, I'll be frank, I bought a, I bought a video card that is not as nice as a 3080 today and it costs 500 bucks. So like, can I still be Colby? You can still be Colby, but you have to call me Frank. Okay. It's weird. Hmm. Um, you know, I mean, so like this is literally like two and a half years of, of pretty high end gaming for what I paid for a video card. Um, it's it's not perfect. It's not exactly the same as having your own PC. But I mean, especially if you were like a student um, or if you just prefer like having a Mac. Um, like I, I actually really prefer the Mac OS to Windows. I'm, I just I like it. Um, this would let you play video games on a Mac laptop without actually having to own a PC. So, I, you know, I, I don't... I don't know if this is ever going to actually replace PC gaming, but I think it's really cool, and I like to see that GeForce and NVIDIA are really pushing forward that uh, that that kind of thing. So we we were wondering, Cole, it's a hundred bucks for six months. No, no, not you. And is it no. is it because you already have an Xbox? Yeah, and you just don't care about like super high end gaming. 
Don't care. Fair enough. Play playing a three year old game and <laughs> and it's just fine, right? Just fine. All right. In other streaming news, um, when Google kind of well, I think when Google shut down that studio they bought, I can't remember what the name of it is, but uh, anyway, the one that made that fun Planety game again, brains. Uh, they kind of said that it was because they were going to start, you know, doing other stuff with Stadia than than making games. And they actually just announced the first thing they're going to do. So what uh, what's happened is the AT&T announced that um, you could play uh, Batman Arkham Knight as a streamed game for free. And did not mention that this was via Stadia. No Stadia branding at all. This was just AT&T saying you can play Arkham Knight for free and stream it. And a little digging into it actually found out that this was, in fact, you logging into Stadia and playing Arkham Knight via via Stadia with AT&T branding. And this is literally the first thing that Stadia has done that I'm like, oh, they could actually probably make money doing this. Um, <laughs> it's It's a really interesting take where I could see, like, I mean, to me it makes a lot of sense to say... We don't want to like have a you know we want people to be able to play a demo of this game, but we want to control everything about it. Uh, we don't want to have to worry about it you know not running on people's PCs. We don't want to worry about you know people hacking it. We don't want to worry about any of that stuff. So just go to this URL in a browser and you can play this game. Or you know weird you know like when Microsoft does their summer of games, like just go to this URL and you can play all these games. You don't have to download anything. You can just play it. And I mean, Microsoft has their own service, so they probably don't need Stadia. But this to me makes a lot of sense where third parties are playing Stadia, paying Stadia to put their content and then allowing them to brand it without Stadia branding at all. And to me, like of all the things Stadia has done, this probably makes the most sense. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I I think that Stadia is still a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is that. But, but I mean, I think that's the kind of thing is, is like, I think if Stadia stayed on the front end, if Stadia was something that they were expecting people to pay for and buy games on, which, I mean, they are. Like, I mean, that part of it still exists. I would say that Stadia might make it through this the end of this year, maybe. But if it could just be a bunch of companies doing business with other companies and Stadia running the back end, it seems like something way more successful that Google would be way less likely to pull the plug on because they understand yeah. that market. They understand how to yeah. do deals with other companies. I don't think they understand people at all. Um, people are just nope. numbers for them. So I don't know. What do you think, yeah. Dylan? Hmm. I forgot Stadia existed. <laughs> we haven't talked about Stadia in a long like, time. I will tell you, of, of all the games coming out next Rest month, right? Of all the games coming out next month on uh, any platform, the only one I saw coming out on Stadia is Dance Dance Revolution. So, eh, I don't think that's a good look. It's not a good look. When did Arkham Knight come out? 2015. So I... I, I I don't exactly understand why AT&T wants me to play a five-year-old video game via Stadia, but that's that's a that's a question for another day, I think. Uh, all right, so next up we got a little bit of Xbox news. Uh, Xbox Game Studios, which is uh, just kind of the big overarching thing that uh, that. Microsoft owns is uh, working on a, an MMO that is cloud-based and will allow people to jump in um, on any device at any time, which is 
kind of interesting. Um, it's it's in early development. Um, it's being developed by Xbox Game Studios and a Finnish studio called Mainframe. Um, there's no details. There's no names. There's no code names. It's just something that exists. But I'm kind of interested in this. Um, I think one of the things that was always kind of a bummer when... I was playing like World of Warcraft is that you really had to be at home in front of a PC to even like get on and chat with people. Like I remember when Colby and I was playing, it would, it would have always been nice for even me to like be able to get in and just like talk in guild chat when I was on my cell phone or, you know, working or, you know, something like that. And so I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by the idea of a, a cloud only based MMO. What do you guys think? Like, I mean, no details at all, but just like conceptually, is that something that interests you? <sighs> Maybe. Well, let's assume it's free because it's bought to you by Xbox and Game Pass. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think I think I'm in a different place in my life than when I played yeah. MMOs. <laughs> yeah. MMOs are for the young. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if I want to hop into an MMO ever ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm interested by the. I'm interested by the concept, though. You know, I'm interested. By, yeah. I'm interested that they're pushing forward a play anywhere on anything cloud-based game. Um, it's kind of cool. What about you, Dylan? You're going to hop into a thing that we know nothing about. You have to say yes or no, and you have to follow through. No. Mm-hmm. Chicken. That was the good Chicken. answer. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in the concept. I uh, I think. Microsoft does interesting things, so we will see. Speaking of Microsoft doing interesting things, this is actually probably one of my my favorite stories of the week, um, but like it's got a very finitely limited audience, so that's why it's last. Um, so if you are, have you ever been to a land party, Dylan? Oh yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah. so Dylan is you're you're what almost thirty? Almost. Almost thirty. So I would say that. My guess is that you are kind of of the last generation of people that went to land parties. I would say much younger than you. I would, I would say that's probably pretty much true. Pretty accurate, and and a lot of it's just because people stopped gaming on PCs. Like land parties are very much a a PC thing, and I, like obviously yeah. people still do, but I I think that yeah. in the well, the first generation Xbox too. Yeah, that was a thing too. Like. Where you get four Xboxes together yeah. and play sixteen player Halo. So Absolutely. Like, but after that. Yeah, it just kind of fell off. Um Yeah. I've been to not a lot of LAN parties, but a handful, and it's always real enjoyable to like box up your PC and take it to someone else's house. Um yeah. and this is something that Halo Infinite apparently like this was somebody's, you know, like I want to make sure this happens. Um, so lead programmer Mike Romero says, especially for folks my age who grew up with the original Halo, especially folks who grew up with LAN parties, I wanted desperately to, when this game launches, go have a LAN party with my friends. And so mm-hmm. what you'll be able to do is if you, you you have to have one person on a PC because that PC is going to be your server. Um, but then any combination of PCs and Xboxes in the same location can get together and have a LAN party. So your PC friends and a bunch of Xboxes on TVs can all play together, a bunch of folks playing on laptops. I mean, quite frankly, this will probably launch, if not immediately, probably pretty soon on cloud. So you, in theory, could be playing on a PC and, ah, no, that's because that's not on the same network. Dang, that won't work. But uh, you'll be able to get together and have, like, an old-fashioned LAN party. And I think that is... 
kind of fun. Like I really, I, I, I'm not going to do it because like, I don't know anyone here. Me and me and rich are not going to get together and have a two person land party with my kid. That would be real weird. Um, It'd be fun though. I know. Right. I just love this idea. Like if I, if I lived somewhere where I knew a bunch of people, I would absolutely be figuring out how I could have a land party. Because that just sounds just, just fun. Like I, some of my fondest gaming memories are having, are at land parties. So it's good stuff. So, Quick aside, yeah, and yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how I don't know how common this was, but because I actually didn't have a lot of land parties, but I mean there was a few. Um, but we had this, which was kind of interesting for our kind of small town. There's a business, and I cannot remember what it was called, um, but they had like 16 gaming computers up in like a loft, yeah. and you just rented it, like you just went and paid by the hour. Yep. And they had Half Life and Counter Strike and Far Cry and, um, I mean, those classic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember what year this was. I was I think I was probably in middle school, so it was early two thousands. Um, and you just hung out with your friends and had a LAN party there, kind of thing. That's awesome. Um, and it was pretty cool. It it didn't last super long, um, but. Um, that was kind of a cool, cool thing. And you can uh, uh, last I was there anyway at uh, GameWorks in Seattle. You could do that where they actually just have this that, big yeah. thing you can rent. I I think that's super fun. Like I yeah, it's super fun. I would absolutely get into that. It's I don't know. There's there's something. It, there's one thing playing on a headset, but then actually screaming at each other in a room yeah. is so much better. There's a there's a real difference I think between like you're saying playing like there's there's a middle ground between playing co-op over the internet and then playing couch co-op is something totally different but then playing yeah just in a, a room with a bunch of people and right. like especially like team based um like team based games where right everyone's there you're you know when you when you do a cool thing you can literally turn around right. and like you know point at the person you just well, sniped one of the best i think the probably the best like lan party uh, experience was I think it was for one of my friend's birthday parties and it was I think it was probably Halo 2 yeah 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 um, and they had a pretty big basement and we had four Xboxes but each Xbox was like partitioned by blankets and things <laughs> so each each team of four people was on the same Xbox or whatever but we're all in the same room but it, it was just it was fun to have like 16 people shoved in a That's super in a basement fun. like um Surrounded by blankets to not have any cheaters and um, having a pretty wild like Halo tournament. That's oh, awesome. That pretty fun. Colby and I, like I've been to a handful of LAN parties, but probably the best one Colby and I had was actually very small. It was me, Colby, and one friend of ours. And we played a game called Sacred Gold for like, I mean, I don't know, oh, yeah, 120 hours over a three-day, two-day weekend <laughs> where, yeah, we played from like... Saturday morning until I, I remember going like funk. I'm like, what's that? And they're like, oh shoot, that's my newspaper being delivered. You know, <laughs> where we played <laughs> for like 16 hours straight. It was it was so fun. No, probably 
probably more than that, probably almost 24 hours straight. It was really fun. But, you know, just just that that experience of being in a room playing with other folks is something you just don't you don't get much these days. Um, we've done it a couple times. Like I had enough Xboxes and TVs at my house that like my kids friends came over and we did like some Minecraft that way and some Sea of Thieves that way. It was it was definitely fun. Definitely something that you just don't do every day. So, all right, questions. Vinny. Oh, shoot. I This is your part, Dylan. I apologize. I got really excited about getting into questions. Jeez, Cliff. Oh, sorry, man. I apologize. Go ahead, Dylan. Did I ruin it? I didn't mean to ruin it. Oh, I was muted. No. <laughs> I thought Dylan was, like, punishing me. <laughs> Please continue. You're in timeout, Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I already said it. it just you angry. have to say it again, Dylan. No one heard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Vinny. It's time for your lamb party. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. I, I didn't mean to screw that up. Vinny says, what is the next game that hasn't come out yet that you're really looking forward to? It makes you so excited, and will you get it day one? Um, I think the the undercurrent here is, and is it Halo? <laughs> like, I, I mean, he did not say that specifically, but I think that's what he's saying. So, I don't know. What's the next game that you're super excited about that you're, you're going to get? And will you get it day one? My guess is that the it's... The GTA remasters. Ooh, those are coming out soon. Those are... Uh, the 11th. November 11th. All right. Uh, yeah. Are you actually going to buy the, like, $60 GTA remaster oh, pack? Oh, absolutely. Or will you... Are, are you a Game Pass subscriber? Yeah. You could save yourself 20 bucks, Dylan. Wait, so you can buy them individually, get, right? So you can buy three in Vice City and then get uh, San Andreas on San Game Pass Andreas for free. But then it's gonna leave someday, probably, probably. But how much? So how I much, should just buy them all. You just gonna buy it all? Okay, so Dylan's gonna yeah, because by the time I play San Andreas, <laughs> it will just be off Game Pass. So, uh, all right, so Dylan is gonna get them all from from Grand Theft Auto. How about you, Cole? What's the next thing you're gonna? What's what's the next thing you're excited about? I have no idea. Yeah, you do. The next thing I'm, that we're excited about is Forza Horizon 5. It's coming out November no, not. 9th. <laughs> You're not excited about it? You should be excited about it. Not really. I didn't like 4 all it's that much. because you suck. I didn't like 3 all that much Also either. because you suck. That's the one I'm excited about. I will be getting that day one, but it's because it's on Game Pass, so I don't actually have to pay money for it. I'm super hyped for that. I honestly don't remember, or I can't think of the next game that I'm like, super excited about is it because it's uh football manager 2022 also coming yes, out on november 9th yes <laughs> is it because yeah. it's bloodshore the full motion video um, battle royale game all right well colby's getting yes. pokemon brilliant that's his next game he's buying day one yeah. <laughs> Good question, Vinny. Thank you. Uh, Monotone Screaming wants to know what, uh, you know, after having him for a little bit now, what are your thoughts on the newer consoles? What are, you know, Dylan's, I think, the only one of us that's actually played a PS5. Uh, mm-hmm. Colby and I both have Xbox Series X's. Like, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the PS5, Dylan? You've played, you don't, you don't own one, but you've played one quite a bit. Compare it to a PS4. Yeah. Um,. I think my thoughts on the current next generation being the Series X and PS5 are probably more lackluster than any other console just because I don't think we're going to see leaps and bounds yeah. ever again. The The way that 
we were spoiled with like the 360. And then even the Xbox One, PS4 to some degree was able to kind of be a pretty big bump and just kind of from a interface not so much even the games because we saw what the 360 could do with gta 5 realistically like there was still unlocked potential there um but here it's it seems like it's just going to be refining specs yep yep until like so yeah it's great it's future proofing it's power um I like some of the little stuff that goes along with it. I think just the fact that, you know, load times and things are pretty fast or non-existent and um, being able to have maybe multiple instances of games open is kind of a neat thing, but game changing, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree. Like, I'm I'm very, very glad that I own one. Um, Like, I do not... I do not regret paying for it in any way. It's it's a great system, um, but it is absolutely the little things. It's uh, like being able to suspend games and just start right back right. into a game. Like a bunch. Like a bunch <laughs> is great. Yeah. Um, like go back to an Xbox One X and like go like, holy cow, these load times are so long. Like I had no idea how fast I would get to used to super load, fast load times um, because it's, it's shocking how bad it is going back to a, an old Xbox. Um, you know, I, Game Pass isn't really part of that, but I think Game Pass is a, a huge... It, it, Microsoft is making that part of all of their consoles. Like, it is it is part of their strategy for consoles, so I think that's great. But, yeah, I mean, I think you're really right, Dylan. Is I think they are, they are evolutionary, not revolutionary. Um, some, someone actually said the other day that they kind of hoped that the pandemic... And all of the like supply chain issues that are happening right now, maybe we'll actually get like an extra year or two out of these because they won't be as quick. They're not quite as yeah um, to try and adopted. Yeah, yeah to push something new and um, like that'd be that'd right. be absolutely okay with me. Yeah, it would be nice to kind of have a break of not worrying about keeping up with your neighbors kind of right? thing yeah. and just kind of let it marinate for a while because. I mean, in reality, you probably could have got a couple more years out of the 360. And a couple, Especially like, if you really could get, yeah. like, you kind of start figuring out. Because it takes that long, I think, for games to kind of Catch figure up. out what yep. what is actually even capable of doing. Absolutely. Here. But, I mean, it's always nice to have the new bells and whistles. And you're never going to be upset at faster load times, no. right? Like, and I really the, like the new the controller. Ease of use, right. Yeah. All that stuff is great. Yeah. Like, um but yeah, it would it kind of let it settle in, yeah. and I think if someone, maybe that allows the development of the next thing to maybe be even better. Also, just because you know they're thinking about it. Absolutely, I, I think the right. the funny thing is, I think if someone asked me, um, like should I buy one? And I, I think like the answer is probably yes. But I think I would actually probably, I would probably recommend most people buy a Series S instead of a Series X, as long as you don't mind shuffling space because there's not a huge difference between the two really um and and most of it is in specs that people won't probably see for a while like i'm never gonna own an eight well i'm sure i will own an 8k tv but probably not not on purpose it's just gonna be yeah it's gonna be a great deal someday right you know um yeah so I, i i think that you know you're gonna be just fine uh 
like I don't have a 120 hertz TV either. So like the difference really to for me between an X and an S is stuff that I can't actually see. So and you know I mean like there's better storage and you know whatever, but. The S is real small, too. Like, there's definitely some advantages to it. I'm not a big fan of the white, but, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's real good. How about you, Cole? Do you have anything to, to add to that? I like being able to suspend games. God, it's so nice. Start them up. I, d- I would like doing that. I like, d- that is that is the coolest idea to me because often, like, I am playing two games at yeah, once. Yeah. I actually, and I will um, say, too. Oh, go ahead, Dylan. Sorry. That's yeah, really yeah. it. Like, that's just kind of something that I it's nice. do. Like I've, I do flip back and forth. Like because I don't know. Like you want to be playing kind of two different things at once. Yep. I don't generally just play one thing. Um, I I like being only. able to flip over to the rewards app without having to reload my game. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, I also th- the the Xbox. Uh, Series X also does local streaming to your phone way better than the One X Pro even did. Mm-hmm. So, like, if that's something you do, the the Series X is really, really good at that. Like, it's it's pretty flawless. So that's cool. Uh, Prime fan says, if you played any racing game, uh, what is your favorite racing game? Just for pure fun, do you guys? Do you guys? Uh, I've talked a bunch about Horizons, and that's my only racing um, game I've ever Diddy played. Diddy Kong Racing. Heck yeah, Diddy Kong Racing. Duh. <laughs> You play any racing games you like, Call? Horizon or Forza Two. So that's I the that's it. the track racing version of Horizon. Yes, so, or of Forza. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was two. I'm pretty sure it was two, and I loved that game. Um, probably put like. 65 Dang. hours into it. Colby and I played a uh, a Micro Machines racing game on probably uh, the SNES, I was going to say. Like, I don't think we owned yeah. it. We rented it. Um, and that yeah. was, like, a real good time. Like, super good time. <laughs> uh, rock and Roll Racing. Rock and Roll Racing. I, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, like, a bunch of... Well, by a bunch, I mean, six. like, six... Uh, <laughs> Uh, like classic rock songs uh, that were MIDI. Yep, that was good stuff. Made by Blizzard. Oh, it was, wasn't it? I forgot about that. Yeah, yep. that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Did he call um, your answer, Dylan? I mean, classic. Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, with an honorable mention to Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a non traditional really racer. Did. I did like that game a lot, but why I say Diddy Kong Racing 2 is actually a pretty serious answer. One, I played it a lot, but two, not a lot of games, and shout out to Motorstorm, also, um, which was a PS3 game. Sure, sure. Um, for the same reason, is Diddy Kong Racing, you raced as cars, hovercrafts, and airplanes, all in the same race. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, all of the levels were designed to have three different tracks on the same track existing at the same time, with three different types of vehicles racing um which is pretty cool that is and cool. not often done i don't think but motorstorm was similar in that you had these different sizes of big trucks and you had dirt bikes all racing together and motorstorm it was all about kind of like mud racing so you're like these all-terrain races and i love that game too um but it's cool when 
you have a path that only the dirt bike can go to. Um, but these really big monster truck style things can kind of really go through the mud, but can't fit through these narrow passageways well, that's and cool. that kind of thing. Um, the same way that in Diddy Kong racing, the hovercraft can take this water path. The airplane flies through here, but the car has to take the track. Interesting. Like, um, it's actually, I mean, it's, it's pretty neat. And I love when things, I was just talking to my buddy, like kind of, the idea of asymmetrical games like yeah that's we haven't seen a lot of great 1v4 games at this point there's been a couple that have kind of worked out or like i mean 1v whatever number um but the idea that you have literally different tracks that are i mean fair enough that you can win on the hovercraft the airplane or the car that's super interesting i did not realize that that's really neat yeah that's really cool i like it all right uh our deacon, uh, friend of the show and guy who updates our website because otherwise it wouldn't ever happen, uh, wants to know, is Bowser a kaiju? Are kaijus a certain size? Yeah. Or, because I guess that would be the only, maybe Giga Bowser is? Giga Bowser <laughs> is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really, I don't really know what the definition of a kaiju is. I know what it is, like, just... Culturally. A giant monster of a type featured in Japanese fantasy and sci-fi yeah. fiction movies and television programs. Yeah. Because so it doesn't think, necessarily say that there's a size. I don't size. think Bowser himself, I would not classify as giant. Yeah, he's, he's bigger than Mario. Is definitely. But... Giga Bowser is definitely giant. Yeah. Though. Yeah, it does. It does. Kaiju does seem yeah. to imply giant. So. Yeah. Because yeah, so, it's like Godzilla. Yeah. Or like big Gundam robots fighting Godzilla or... Although I will say that kaiju King does Kong. appear to directly translate as strange beast, so mm-hmm. maybe in that in that sense, maybe maybe Bowser is a I kaiju. Mean, I would guess Bowser is inspired by that. Fair enough. In a way. Fair enough. I guess. I think that's uh, yes. The answer is yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, everyone knows that really kaiju are just you know. Actually, I will go. You know, you know Sorry, they're, they're really just a stand-in for for you know nuclear weapons. So, I will watch the new Mario movie if it is just a Godzilla. God, movie. that'd be. F- I just almost did that again. That would be very good, and I would like to see that. I think that'd be lovely. I can get behind that. Yeah. All right. So, yes is our is our answer yes, but like kind of a question mark yes. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Asterisk. All right. Uh, Princess Megan says, "What are your plans for the weekend?" It's a very near term. What are you guys doing? Hmm. Probably playing Red Dead Redemption. (laughs) You don't get forty five hours into a game that you started last week by not playing all weekend, Gull. Right. Exactly. That's, That's what I'm saying. You doing anything fun, Dylan? Uh, friends are getting married. Oh, hey, congratulations to them. <laughs> yes. And and you're That's going, I assume. Yes. That'll be fun. It's in Leavenworth. Ooh, you know, I of all the things that I am disappointed I never got to do is I always wanted to go to Leavenworth when I lived in Washington. Oh, you never never, never actually went? Never made it. Interesting. Um, we, you know, like the first like six years we lived there, we like should go to Leavenworth. We should go to Leavenworth, and it always seemed like, yeah, I don't really want to go to Leavenworth when it's in. I guess for everyone who doesn't know, Leavenworth is a like, like it's a Christmas town. I mean, it's not. It's like a small like Dutch German. 
Bavarian. Bavarian. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Town that's kind of like, I think every state has one of those weird, like little kind of themed towns. Themed towns. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was like huge at Christmas time. Like you could take a train to go see the lights and, you know, Leavenworth. And I never wanted to go like when it was super crowded because that's not my thing. But then you're like, do you really want to go to Leavenworth in the summer? I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I never went, and then like the pandemic hit, and you're like, I don't. Do I really want to go to Leavenworth with a bunch of other people? And then I moved. So bummer. We we had is Leavenworth also the like military like um, jail? No, no, that's that's different. That's different. Um, Dylan <laughs> and I and another coworker of ours, Heather, uh, had a huge plan. We were gonna film our own like bad Christmas movie. movie. Yeah, in Leavenworth. Yeah. And man, that was it was such a good idea and it never happened and I'm very disappointed about that. But what does one do? Now we live what do you do? now we live in three completely different states and maybe we could do it over the internet. I don't know. We'll, we'll... Yeah. That'll make it even worse is that every camera angle is a like a completely Straight obviously on. different location. <laughs> the lighting everything's is all a different. single shot edited together. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be amazing. Uh That'd be- That'd be pretty funny. I, I think that's right up your alley. All right, I'll I'll talk to Heather. We'll we'll make it happen. Uh, the let's see, what am I doing this weekend? I will be painting probably, uh, or some form of, of home improvement. We I have a single room painted, and by I I should say I didn't do anything. Brooke painted everything. It looks great. Um, and by room I should say walk-in closet. But uh, it's a start, and it looks terrific, and we're very excited to make that paint go out further into our house so my office isn't this horrible baby blue color it is currently um and the rest of the walls aren't kind of a horrible yellow color there's there's some terrible colors in this house anyway i'll be painting uh and going to disney world (laughs) i I don't remember what park i'm going to we're either going to hollywood studios or magic kingdom but i don't remember which so and it's halloween so i guess we'll be doing trick-or-treating i guess i mean like i won't be trick-or-treating but kids will be coming to my house i guess um i'm kind of excited we bought so i had when we moved into this house it had a doorbell that played well it was set to play beethoven's fifth symphony and it played for like 15 seconds so like anytime someone would come to my door hit the doorbell it was like and then like kept going like it was very obnoxious like you'd answer the door and it would still be playing in the background um and so we got rid of that because it's dumb and we replaced it with a ring doorbell. Like, so I have a ring doorbell already, but we got the chime for it. So when they ring, it just plays in a, a chime in my kitchen. Um, but I'm actually going to take it outside and put it into the uh, one of my outside plugs. So when someone walks up to my house, it gets triggered and it'll play like a spooky noise when they walk into my, my front door. So I'm kind of excited about that. That should be kind of fun. Uh, best Halloween candy, guys. What do you, what do you think? Go. Hmm. Reese's peanut butter cups. Dylan, what about you? Yeah. Uh, yes. Good choice, Colby. This is. Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. What? What? Yeah. What do you think about candy corn? Yes or no? No. Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Hard yes for me. I have two bags in my kitchen right now. It's very good. Love candy corn. Um. Cool. All right. Prime fan. Uh, so he, he sent us a, a link to a game called Enlisted. Um, it's a free-to-play game that apparently is on PC and PlayStation and Xbox. Um, 
it's like a like the the premise actually sounds kind of interesting. You command a squad of people. I think it was five different people, all with different like you've got a a sniper and a like a assault guy and a dude with a bazooka and, and different classes. Um, but you command all of them, and when you're not commanding one, you switch over to like so you could press Y to switch between the different players, and when you're not actively playing them, they'll be played by an AI, and it looks like you just go fight war things. Um, we watched the the trailer. What do you guys What do you guys think about it? Is it for you? The, the trailer was the no. worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I the VO was pretty rough. The game looks really good, but if the players that play that game are represented by the players that play that game in the video, um, they look like a bunch of just obnoxious, toxic, horrible people that I would not enjoy playing video games with. But the concept of the game intrigues me. Um, Although I'm also always a little bit suspicious of games that kind of come out of nowhere that I've never heard of. They're like, we're free to play. I'm like, if if this game's free and you made it for free and you're not charging, like, what's what's the what's the angle here? Like, is it cosmetics? Yeah, I mean, and that's fine. If it's cosmetics, that's fine. Um, but like, how many games can exist on selling cosmetics? All of them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All of them. Anyway, yeah. Looks like a really cool concept, but man, the that that trailer made me very very angry. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, Colby, you had a question. Do you want to you want to ask it? Eh, it's fine. Okay. All right, you can save that for next week. Uh, I won't remember it. So write it down in the show notes right so, now, and I nope. No. Okay. Uh, let's see. Games that are coming out for free. <laughs> Why Why did this... <laughs> the header changed from Cheap Free Games to Cheap Free Games, Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams, Dr- Die Twice. Is that game coming out free somewhere, Dylan? I don't think so. Okay. Did you play it? No. I own a copy of it. I just thought it was funny to paste it in the games Colby's been playing, <laughs> and then he deleted it. <laughs> I own a copy of that game. Should I stream it for Extra Life? Okay. Yeah, I would I would appreciate it. I'll that. see what I can do. I also own um, Night Trap. I could stream that for extra life as well. Night Trap. Uh, let's see. Night free games. Epic Games. You, Stop, Colby. No one wants that. No one wants to hear that. Uh, I want it. Okay. <laughs> Dylan wants it. Dark is a game. It's, a, it's not D-A-R-K. It's D-A-R-Q. Tells the story of Lloyd, a boy who finds himself in the middle... <laughs> Was that was that just my reading of that call? <laughs> no, I just enjoyed like the story of Lloyd. Like, I don't know, Lloyd, a boy who finds himself in the middle of a lucid nightmare, unable to wake up. Lloyd, <laughs> okay, now now you're right. It is funny. Has to face his fears and decipher the meaning of the dreams. Um, it's supposed to be kind of a pretty good game. It was made famous, I guess, because uh, Epic was like, "Hey, man, we really want to put your game uh, on." Uh, what was it? They wanted to put the game on Epic, and he's like, nah, I'm good. And so Epic, like, banned him from putting the game on it, but I guess they made it up, and it's now being given away for free. It's supposed to be pretty good. came out in 2018. Uh, game Pass, Moonglow Bay. It came out today. Console, PC, and Cloud. Ooh. I am downloading that to my Xbox right now, and as soon as we are done recording, I'm going to go play it with my wife. Um... My wife. my wife. You need to say that every time. I've, it won't get I've annoying. I've since learned that I'm not allowed to call her a number of things, so I'm just going to refer to her as my wife. My my better half? Maybe? My, my wife. wife. 
Uh, Age of Empires 4 comes out October 28th, PC and Cloud. Alan Wake's American Nightmare coming to console and PC October 28th. Uh, Backbone, that's the one with the raccoon lizard, looks super good. Coming to console on October 28th as well. Um, Non-Guns Doppelganger Edition <laughs> coming to cloud console and PC October 28th. This is the nihilistic action platformer roguelike. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, Forgotten City coming to cloud console and PC October Ooh. 28th. It's uh, That one actually sounds pretty good. It's got a time loop, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, Bassmaster Fishing, the game we're all waiting for, coming out uh, October 28th, console, cloud, and PC. Minecraft. If I had to bet, that's the next game Colby's getting The Forgotten City, yeah. No, Bassmaster. No. Bassmaster. Fishing 2022. You know, the problem, Dylan, is is like you could be absolutely right. Or you could be very wrong. It could get absolutely... I mean, it, do you like fishing, Call? Like, do you like fishing games? Yeah. Uh, they're okay. I don't like fishing games. I'm actually like... Moonglow Bay is actually a fishing game. I'm, I'm a little nah, about it. We'll see. Uh, Minecraft, the Java and Bedrock Edition are coming to PC November 2nd. Football Manager 2022, Game of the mm. Year, coming to console and PC November 9th. Uh, Forza Horizon 5, console and PC, also coming out November 9th. And man, I bet you they are disappointed they didn't move that launch date. Um, GTA San... Stiff competition. Yeah, exactly, right? GTA San Andreas is coming out November 11th. Uh, so Dylan will be able to get a little GTA. That's actually one of the only GTA, like mainline GTAs that I've not played. Um, I never played that one. It's very so, good. Yeah. Or I played it for like five minutes. I, I remember like, because that's the one where you start out on a bike, right? Yes. Yeah. And I was like, nah, this is dumb. I want a car. Um, Microsoft Flight Sim Game of the Year Edition is coming out November 18th. That adds a bunch of different planes and airports and stuff. Uh, Halo Infinite coming to console and PC December 8th, and Among Us is coming to console December 14th. That's currently on PC Game Pass, but coming to console when it gets released on console December 14th, day and date. Um, all right, you guys ready to talk about a, a little bit about Troll Corner here? Sure. So ready. Okay, so PlayStation has, thank God this is just a patent. Um, They've granted a patent that would allow spectators on platforms like Twitch to vote to pay. Well, so you can vote or pay to bench a player in a video game. So let's say you're playing some sort of, you know, multiplayer game. You're playing something. People would be able to vote uh, or pay, like real money, to bench you and tell you that you need to improve. So this is Sony literally allowing people to to troll people for money on the internet. <laughs> and I just don't know if I've heard a, a dumber idea. Like it's 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 so like in the, the internet is and streaming is toxic enough, right? Do we really need maybe okay, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Maybe what Sony's doing is they're developing this patent so they can sit on it so no one will ever be able to, to ne- never <laughs> never use, use it. it for evil. That's a possibility, right? No. no. <laughs> Not when you hear that you could pay money to vote people off the island. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, yeah. The patent was filed due to the fact that as more and more people have become interested in watching video games and esport events, game developers have sought to enhance the viewing experience by providing increased functionality and interactivity for spectators. <laughs> Oy. 
I'm gonna make a patent that I get to shock people that are playing for money. Well, I'm confused. It's okay, Dylan. Is the idea that they would remove that, like, the idea is that if someone's being a jerk, no, 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 the, the people spectating can remove them, but it's just gonna get exploited? No, no, no. The idea is literally if someone's not good enough, you could bench them because they're not good enough. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, it could be, it could be obviously that too. Um, well, I'm just curious. Is that how they're framing it, or is that actually what it? Oh no, no, yeah, that's that's what it's saying. It is actually. I, I my guess is that it's a patent, so it doesn't really say anything. But right, yeah. so that's why I'm wondering if they're just framing it this way. But the idea is actually sure pretty neutral, and they're just saying that. But it's obviously <laughs> that that it can be exploited. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there is the uh. uh the views would gain the viewers would gain access to a menu that would include such options as remove player from game, warn player to improve, provide custom message. <laughs> provide custom message is the most horrifying thing I've ever read out loud. Or keep in game. A player, according to this patent, would only be removed if voting reaches a certain amount, like sixty percent, and there would be a weighted system that would put more impact on the vote of a more skilled spectator. So I guess if you're have already gotten good and you're voting against someone who's not good, your vote would count for more. Uh, I'm reading this from IGN.com, so I uh, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> Counterpoint. Can we do this in actual Yeah, sports? like, I mean, I think if you're, I mean, I think you should get to vote down people that, that are making... That yeah. sucks. <laughs> if you make, you know, a million dollars a game, I think I should get to vote you down, you know? I don't know. Seems like a bad idea. How about we do it for real sports, but we can vote in normal people to go in and play in their like stead. That those people would die, Colby. <laughs> I know. Like, but but would you start watching football if you could replace someone in the stands, like for a certain amount of money? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that I, I'm actually a big proponent of every. Uh, Olympic sport before the professional people get on should yeah, yeah. be done by a, a normal person. person just so we can see the difference between you know what the average America can do I'd even say the average sporty American can do versus actual professional athletes um, but like let's say for a thousand dollars you could have someone in the stands replace the quarterback how much more interesting would football I, I, be? I, I, I think the funny thing is, is you know, after like the first three minutes of the game, no professional would be on the field. It would just be a bunch of scrubs <laughs> running into each other. So I'd play that. I, I'd do that. Yeah, I think it's good. All right. Uh, anything else before we move on, I guess, to ending the podcast? Are We're we dying? Well, some of us are, Colby. It's pouring down rain. Oh, I love rain. It uh, it rained here yesterday. Except too. on your wedding Except day. Except on my wedding day. Isn't it ironic? It was nice because it poured yesterday, so I didn't have to fill up my pool again. <laughs> Any day it rains and I don't have to water or fill up my pool is a good day. All right. We are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. Big shout out to Rich for making sure that website actually stays up to date. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.com slash Bite Me Podcast if you're into the social medias. Uh, you can be a patron for our website and 
podcast. Mostly our mostly our podcast, actually. I mean, it pays for the website hosting as well, I guess. Anyway, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can join our discord by going to bite me slash discord. I highly, highly recommend you join our extra life team. We're going to have a bunch of fun. But if you don't feel like playing games, you can also give us money at bite me slash extra life. That money does not go to me, though. Like, I don't get a cut or anything like that just goes straight to sick kids. Um, so, you know, that's a thing. Also, that's all. There's nothing else. Absolutely nothing else. Yeah, Woo! Dylan. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.